I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. Hey guys, so welcome to this week's episode on Hey Spirit. I had the privilege of sharing my gift with Kelly and her mom, Joanne, this week. And oh my God, all I can say is spirit never ceases to amaze me. Every reading is about healing, right? And about giving us the gift of peace and comfort. But Kelly and Joanne's experience today was all about spirit validating that they are with us and they know things that nobody else knows about. So I hope you all enjoy this week's episode on Hey Spirit. Well, it's so nice to meet you, Joanne. Nice to see you, Kelly. Thank you, Teresa. I'm so excited to be able to share my gift with the two of you today. If you have any questions, do not be afraid to speak to me. You're not going to interrupt anything. You're not going to give me anything. So as I started to enter the other side, there actually were three souls present immediately, three souls. Now, Kelly, this is your mom. So just so you know, that when I first went over, I saw there was a mother energy there. So when when I see a mother soul and your mother is sitting right beside you, it acknowledges that bond for me yeah, yeah. Or, for or, or for your mom yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. is it your mom it could be my mom okay so no that's grandmother yeah, well she stepped she like pushed her way right through like I am coming through first I don't care what you all have to say so whether if that's her personality or maybe it was even something that you said I wonder if she's gonna come through today validating her presence there are two males there so there are there are two father figures that are on the other side so is it your dad kelly yeah your dad departed and is your dad also departed yes okay so no as soon as i immediately went to the other side that's who i saw the three souls that i first saw wow kelly your dad and joanne your husband he's like Teresa, they don't care about anybody else on the other side but me. He's like, he's like, just stick with me and the reading will be fine. I go, Dad, the reading will be fine either way. <laughs> but that would be him, right? Or maybe that's oh, yeah, something that, that, that you guys thought about. Oh, that's who, you know, oh, I wonder if he's with everyone or who he's with on the other side. But more importantly, acknowledging his presence. Because your mom, Joanne, wanted to first talk about jewelry and then your husband stepped forward and stood right in front and was like, no, 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 I want to talk about the jewelry. You're not talking about the jewelry. So it has to, when spirit brings up jewelry, it means several things. When they take an engagement ring and put it into a necklace, that's just my symbol for that we changed a piece of jewelry or we thought about it or want to change a piece of jewelry. I was thinking about not wearing my engagement ring anymore. I asked her to give me part of her engagement ring for my something to do with my wedding band or okay. my engagement ring. And she said, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this, I, I, I am always, I want to make things perfectly clear. When a soul brings up things for your dad to bring this up, Kelly, this does not mean at the end of the, when we hang up that you say to your mom, see, dad said, 
give me part of the ring. Or it's to say to you, Joanne, don't do anything with it. I also asked, she couldn't find her wedding band, her first wedding band for my wedding. Right, right, right. But then I'm also thinking if grandma brought up jewelry, remember when we were going to... Well, if my if my mother brought up the jewelry, she gave my younger sister um, her wedding band and her engagement ring, and my sister was supposed to split it three ways with two my mm-hmm. two this three girls, and nothing ever happened. And she and, didn't. And she did. And my mom's gone over ten years. Okay, so this is what I love. It's. And it also validates when I talk about when messages come through, it comes from both of them. When souls bring up things like this, this doesn't mean, it's always about healing. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they're upset, they're disappointed. It doesn't mean that now you, your mother has to give you that ring or, you, or oh mm-hmm. my God, we shouldn't do anything with it. What it's validating is that they know, they hear you, they know the conversations. Their souls were present at the exact moment. In your mom's case, Joanne, her bringing up the jewelry and saying, I know what was not done. If You know how I remember my grandmother would say, oh, my God, they must be turning in their grave. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's the farthest thing from the truth, especially in a situation like this. Your mom is bringing it up, which means that she knows about it. She's not upset about it. I, I almost feel, and this doesn't mean in a bad way, like I almost, I'm not surprised if that makes sense. I'm not surprised. And it doesn't mean that she's unfair or she's not a good sister or it's, it's just acknowledging she's not worried about it. Mm -hmm. And your mom just said to me, Joanne, that you kept things that have no monetary value because your mom just showed me like her handwriting, whether it be on a recipe or a card, it's my symbol for that. You kept things that really don't have any monetary value. Correct. Yeah. She says, and those things mean more to me than any piece of jewelry. She says, because those are the things that nobody can take from you. So know that she's not upset. She's not surprised. For your dad, Kelly, this doesn't mean that you're, it's just validating of knowing that you wanted that. And two spirit, Mm. the the thought of wanting something and doing something like that means the absolute world to them. Are you not, did you not get married yet? No, I'm married. Oh, okay. Because the reason why I asked you that was because your dad showed me the symbol that usually that someone is thinking about doing it, or unless there were a couple of different things that you were deciding what to do during the ceremony. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because he showed me mm-hmm. a, a bouquet and then put a picture in it. Yeah, we had um, a bouquet charm for him. Okay. Then he lifted the bottom of the dress and I saw a plaid heart. That's just my symbol for that. You might have taken a piece of his clothing and sewed it into your dress and then went like this to me. That's why I asked you, are you not married yet? So I don't know if it's something else that you were thinking about doing or wanted to incorporate that day. I thought about doing that, but I didn't. We instead put, we reserved a chair for him and put, we dropped his jacket over the chair. But who would know that you were thinking of taking a piece of his clothing and sewing Mm -hmm. it into your dress? It validates that he supports every decision, but more importantly, that his soul was there to give mm-hmm. you away. Do you have children? No. Oh, because he, he talks, he wants to talk about the baby. So are you <laughs> trying to have a baby or are you pregnant? <laughs> or? Yes, I'm early. I'm very, <laughs> she just, <laughs> I just found out. He goes, Teresa, she <laughs> hasn't told anybody. I go, well, you're the one that told me. Why am I in trouble? <laughs> 
Shut up. Yep. Yeah. So you're not airing this for a while, right? No. (laughs) No. no. (laughs) She just told me on Friday at the airport. He showed me the number three. So I was going to ask you, so if it was three days ago, uh, three weeks ago, or are you three weeks or three months? I found out early, like three weeks and a couple days. So know that your dad's soul was with you at that exact moment. He goes, just tell her she's going to be a great mom. There's nothing to worry about. She's going to be a natural. It's going to be fine. You know when we always say things happen for a reason? There's no such thing as a coincidence? Yep. Because if this reading happened a month ago, two months ago, he would not have been able to acknowledge that. Yeah. And to validate that. Because nobody knows. Nobody knows. That's right. Nobody knows. Yeah. But he knows. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful validation yeah, for you and for awesome. every person listening that your loved ones do not miss out on anything. And I know it's not fair and I know it stinks, but what a beautiful gift mm-hmm. of that. Your husband made me feel like, Joanne, it was almost like you were in a funk. And then when Kelly said that you might be able to have this opportunity, it was almost like it sparked something in you. That, and then that prompted also uh, being open to yeah. seeing him in a dream or having that visitation. Right, right. And you're not the first person to tell me that. I've oh, had other people. See? I had other people tell me because I work in psychiatry. I'm a uh, nurse practitioner. And I had other people tell me that your mind wasn't ready to be open yet. But a lot of times it's also emotionally. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people, as time goes on, it gets harder. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of been me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when it first, like we're so strong and we get through it, we get through the moments, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, and we get into this funk and then we block everything. We're not seeing signs. We're not, we're not getting anything and we feel lost. And it's almost like reverse. Right, right, right. So know that he says, even if you don't dream of me, the signs are there every single day. So know that it could be something as simple as finding change in an odd place. It could be Mm -hmm. something as simple as hearing a song on the radio or seeing the time, like the numbers all the same. It could just be a quick scent of his cologne. Or he might just pop into your head for no reason. Mm -hmm. I always say that's us feeling and sensing their souls at that exact moment. Teresa, I just thought of something. When you were talking about the jewelry. Yeah. He couldn't find his clatter ring. And this ring his father had given him. And my son wanted it. My oldest son, Christopher. And I found it a week later in one of his bags. And I told Chris, I go, I found daddy's ring. So now I'm thinking when he was talking about the jewelry, that's what he meant too. When there's a message, it only doesn't have to be for one thing or for one person. Right. Yeah, because I was a favorite. It was definitely about me too. <laughs> but I gave it to my son. <laughs> but, but you also have to understand the changing of jewelry also means changing of hands. Right. And supporting choices and decisions and knowing what we did with these items, whatever it may be. Right. Because right. everyone is different. 
Not everyone has jewelry. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's costume jewelry. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's stolen. I am going to say this, though, because your husband just talked about a watch. So do you have his watch or, or do you connect with time? Or is there something about I mean, a watch? He has a few watches. Um, and his uncle's wife gave him this really nice watch. Mm -hmm. And he was upset that his uncle never told me or him that his wife had passed away because we were close with him. I wrote a watch three times. See, so what I do is I doodle as I channel, especially if I don't understand something. And I wrote, and look at what I wa wrote here, watch, and then I wrote Rolex, which it, it doesn't have to be a Rolex, but it could be an expensive watch. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have an expensive watch, but. You have an expensive. We were just talking about my watch yesterday, actually. She was telling me how much she loved it and she right. wanted one. Perfect. <laughs> Validating that his soul was present for the conversation. Wow. That he is not missing out on anything. Does it seem like for you that he's not gone for that long, but it seems like forever? Yeah, he's not almost a year. It's almost this a year. Weekend. But it seems like he's gone for so long. It seems like a lifetime. Well, we say time flies, but it also was slowing down during this year, too. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it was a strange feeling. Mm-hmm. What, whatever it is, it's odd. Like, I wouldn't, mm -hmm. A, be expected to feel this way, or I can't believe that it is this, or I can't mm -hmm. believe it's going to be a year, or I can't yeah. believe it's only a year, whatever it is. Fair enough? Mm -hmm. Right. I saw the uncle that passed. Well, it was his... At that past, but he has a very close uncle that passed. Because I felt like there was a brother, like a brother figure. So for me, brother could be an actual brother or like sometimes an uncle if they were very close. His uncle Patty. Okay. Because you told me about the aunt passing and then this issue with the watch. I needed him to validate, bring other souls forward to validate that... It wasn't so much your uncle of not telling of what had happened that she had died. Was her being sick a secret or no one talked about it or? No, it wasn't a secret. But his, his illness was a secret. His, Leo's illness was a secret. Oh, your husband's? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Because he made me feel like there was a thing about a secret, like someone was sick and nobody knew about it. Yeah, he was, he was sick and no one knew okay. until the end. Yeah. So he says, I do not want anyone to feel guilty or bad about that. We could have or should have done more. Do you understand that? Yeah. Because he, he looked at me and then said to me, what was I supposed to do with this? I, and I, I don't know what this is. He showed me and he's like, I wasn't going to get better. There was no way that I would have been better. And he says, and I would not have wanted to. But then did he pass from something from the chest, though? Because then he just completely labored my breathing. <clears throat> His cancer had lungs. spread from the liver to the lung. The lung. Okay. Because he just literally made me feel like I couldn't breathe. And then I felt like I was filling up with fluid. <clears throat> so know that he says, I would not have wanted you to watch me be sick. Mm -hmm. he yeah. says I don't have any regrets with how quickly I went he says but I am sorry that I did not share with you what was happening 
did he have something with the blood with the liver? Because he showed me my symbol for like hepatitis C, which was the blood. And then he showed me a blood transfusion. So that's my symbol for like if someone uh, contracts an illness, say like hepatitis C through like or cirrhosis of the liver, but they didn't drink, but they had they contracted something through like saying getting a blood transfusion. When spirit shows me that, it's my symbol for that they contracted something in such an odd way. Like it wasn't, like it wouldn't have been detected. So let's hypothetically say, if I have cirrhosis of the liver, how could I have this? I never drank a day in my life. Well, we did think it was interesting that it spread to his lung. He never smoked a cigarette or anything ever in his life. Okay, I'll accept that. So there has to be something where it's we never thought of this thought okay so now I will tell you exactly what I saw he showed me my grandmother that was her exact scenario she had cirrhosis of the liver never drank but she had a miscarriage decades ago and received a blood transfusion and got hep c and didn't even know it she had scarring on her lungs but never smoked a day in her life so Usually when spirit shows me that that's my symbol for hep C or like that mm-hmm. I contracted something, for, there was no explanation or how did I get this or how did mm-hmm. this happen? There's no explanation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Did he find out that he had this and didn't tell anybody? Because he literally looked at me and, and said to me, nobody knew. I would never think in a million years that this would have happened to me or that this was even true. Well, so yes, he found out with my mom and they didn't tell me or my brothers for eight months. I I am going to say that though. He did say it was for a very, very short. He's like, Teresa, it's not like I kept it from them for years. It wasn't like it was years. It was, there was nothing that I could do. Fair enough, Joanne? We did keep it from the rest of the family until the end. But the other thing is when he was first diagnosed, he was already stage four. Okay. And what I was upset about was that he had symptoms for probably six to eight months and never said anything to me. Okay. That's what he takes responsibility for. He literally, look at what he had me write. Can you see that? I wrote 6-8. 6-8 right here. So for six to eight months, right? Yep. And then he had me write no. I take responsibility for that. He says yeah, that I'm was still me. mad at him for it. Listen, <laughs> because I feel very guilty being yeah, in but, the business. But that. this is, but this is, this is the a number one thing of what spirit would will say to me. I'll show you this example also. How many times a soul has said, "You are a nurse. You're a doctor." If I went to the doctor sooner and they told me that I was needed to have a triple bypass and I didn't want to have this procedure, and then you talked me into having this procedure, and I never walked out of that operating room, where would the burden or guilt lie then? He says, you never look at that other side of the coin. I chose what I chose, he says, because I knew there was no way I was going to survive this. It's something that I feel like he knew deep in his soul that he was not going to survive. And then he said to me, he goes, but then there was this weird thing, Teresa. He goes, I never thought I was going to die. Well, he he never acted like he was dying. He never so, acted sick. He says, and that's the way I wanted it. I mm-hmm. died on my terms. Yeah. He certainly did. <laughs> he says, and that I have no regret. And your dad worked very hard at making this happen. And here we are. 
the week of his anniversary <laughs> mm -hmm. and you just found out that you're pregnant. I don't think that there is a bigger sign than that. Yeah. Or a bigger hello from heaven <laughs> of your dad saying, I have not left you. And I think that the timing is so perfect because going through your pregnancy and everything that you have to go through, he says, knowing how hard it will be, but knowing that I am right beside you. He says, and the fact that you still went through everything, getting married and everything, mm -hmm. I would not have wanted you to have done anything different. Yeah. There are no regrets. Was there a moment where he was not responding when you were with him? Yeah, at the end when I was talking. Be because he showed me you holding his hand. I can mm -hmm. see you whispering in his ear. Yeah. And then he showed me you laying your head on his chest. Mm -hmm. And he says, I want her to know that she will forever hear my heartbeat. I don't think I've ever said that to someone before. So it has to be something that either you connect with with the heart or something that maybe you, you listen or, or that you heard mm -hmm. when you laid with him. That's only something you're going to know. But validating that he did hear you say goodbye. And he says, and I want you to know that I want to thank you for telling me that you understood mm -hmm. that I it was did. time for me to go. I asked yeah, I prayed for him to be taken at that point. And he goes, and Teresa, he goes, there was even one point that she still let me know that she was mad at me. <laughs> I he goes, do. through the midst of it all, he <laughs> says, she still said, but I'm still mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say this also because what you said about praying, from the moment we started talking about his illness or how he was sick, he said, all I wanted to do was to go in peace. Mm -hmm. I prayed for God to take my soul at the moment of peace. Mm -hmm. How do you connect with the month of August? Either a birthday or an anniversary or the number eight, like the eighth of a month. His birthday is, his April, birthday 8th, is April 8th. And his name's Leo, which people born in August are Leos. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to... See, I just learned a new symbol today. I'm going to have to read. See, this is what happens. My spirit library grows with every reading. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Or someone's a Leo. Oh, okay. Or someone's name is Leo. Okay. Yeah, but his, his birthday is April 8th. Got it. Is he showing you anything else with an eight or just? I, all, I did, all I did was see the number eight. So however you can connect with it it could be uh sometimes it could also be an infinity symbol like something with mm -hmm. infinity well my first my first appointment is on his birthday april 8th oh that's what made me think about that too because he did say to me there was a connection with the child on his birthday and i was like well the baby's not going to be born on your birthday but mm -hmm. that's it her first maternity visit yeah that's how early it is. <laughs> wow. So you, you haven't even been to the doctor yet? No. no. Hmm. He goes, I'm not missing. He goes, I wouldn't miss this for anything. <laughs> he shows me this is just 
my symbol. You're going to have to place it on what happened or how you felt. It was almost like I take the pregnancy test. I'm looking at it. It was almost like I can feel my dad or like you were like, dad, like you thought of your dad immediately. I talked to him immediately. Thanked him. Because that's exactly what the family needs right now. Mm -hmm. So whether if it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. You will see a part of your father within your child, whether it's the eyes, Mm -hmm. the nose, whatever it is. Do you re-listen to his voice? I watch videos that we have together all the time. So you're hearing his voice. Know that he Mm -hmm. is with you at that exact moment. Is there a video where there's like something really funny that happened? Because he showed me, you ever watch the bloopers when someone falls? Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's terrible. Someone gets hurt and we're all laughing at them, right? But mm-hmm. he's making me feel like it was something funny, like in, in the video. Like it was something that made you, you, ha- you have to watch this and you have to laugh. We have so many of those, oh. me and him. I used to make him um, do, I don't know if your kids ever show you the Snapchat filters. When oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Change the faces. Yeah, I used to make him do that all the time. And he'd be like, Kel, what the f*** are you doing today with this? <laughs> <laughs> But there is there is one that I, that stands out to me when I made him and I we switched our faces. And and, and you have to we laugh were, when you look at it. We were dying laughing, yeah. <laughs> so know that he's still laughing with you. His soul is with you at these exact moments. Was there someone that you that just came up to you, Joanne, and they didn't know that your husband had passed? Because he's making me feel like you were taken aback by that someone was like, oh, I didn't know Leo passed. Or they started talking about him as if he was still here. And then you were like, oh, well, Leo passed. Two weeks ago, I was on the ferry going to my house in Delaware. And the woman that had, she painted Leo a chair with the Yankees on it. And she said, I haven't seen you or your husband on the ferry in over a year, and I told her that he had passed. Her name is Sue. So know that his soul was with you. I know these things are like, people are always like, why would they bring that up? But that's the point. There is no way that I would know these things, right? Yep. And it validates that his soul was with you, that no matter where you go, no matter what you do, his soul will be with you. Were you supposed to... So there's two things here, and this, this symbol can be interpreted two different ways. Usually when, when a soul shows me Europe, it's my symbol for maybe that's exactly where you were thinking about going, wanted to take a trip, and or there was a trip that you were supposed to take with your husband. And now say you were saying to Kelly uh, or friends or whoever, like, I really want to do this, or I was thinking of still doing this. Is that correct? Yep. This does not mean you call the travel agent when we end this reading. (laughs) I want Spirit to bring up these things because it validates that their soul is with you and more importantly that they support the choices and decisions. Not that we should or shouldn't do it. Knowing would support the decision. Your husband just handed you red roses. So I said, you can't, that's my, red roses is my symbol for love and devotion and also for anniversary. So I said, you can't do that. I, they told me already that your, your passing is one year coming up, and it's also your birthday. I said, so, but he goes, tell her anyway. So is that something that he always did for you, or what he would do? He would give you roses or flowers? Right. Their anniversary is next week, their wedding anniversary. 
Now he just went like, oh, he's funny. He goes, you see, you would have missed out on a great validation, <laughs> Teresa. You got to just listen to yeah. me. <laughs> I go, I did March, listen to you. <laughs> March 24th. He passed away four days before our wedding anniversary and two weeks before his birthday. Oh, my God. So and I this... was trying to get him to give me his credit card so I could go buy my mom a piece of jewelry before their anniversary. And I said, I'll pick myself up something, too. But he I... used to do 1-800-Flowers <laughs> and always get me roses. <laughs> Yep. So some things have never changed. He's still giving you roses. <laughs> I'm going to say this again because he keeps showing me the, the old spice bottle. So that's my symbol for that someone smells someone. So do you sometimes get a whiff of him? I've, I've slept with his hoodie on my bed since he passed to just smell his smell. And then I have one of his flannel shirts on my dog's dog bed because my dog loved him too. Aww. Just for the smell. I don't know if that's it. And I haven't thrown out any of his cologne, so it's all over. Or his clothes. Or his clothes. <laughs> he goes, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but, but again, when a soul brings up something, it's my frame of reference. It's up to you to place it on how it fits what you do. If it is that you just smell something for no reason. So did you go to a, a restaurant and have something... I don't, I, I don't know what this is because I never saw this before. And your dad's laughing at me right now, so I don't know what's about to happen. He showed me a grouper sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> she had... We, we go to this restaurant in Delaware, and I was just there two weeks ago, and I had my grouper fingers. And she also just had a grouper... And I just had grouper Friday at the night. restaurant Saturday night. No, Friday night. Friday night, yeah. I said to Michael, what am I supposed to do with this group of sandwich? I'm like, I don't have a symbol for it. I don't have a sign for it. I don't know what it is. So I went with like, he, cause he made me feel like he loved it. So, but yes. it was something that you love, right? And you just did. Oh that. yeah. Both of us. No, he, oh. he got me into eating grouper. <laughs> this, I know and this that was the restaurant in fun. Delaware. Amazing. So yeah. know that when you went there, know that his soul was with you. Wow. So know that with every breath that you take and every milestone you achieve, know that he is right beside you and that he hasn't left you. I know that's so weird, right? Like, but yeah. that's what I want spirit to do. Look, spirit, they can come through and just sit and talk about, oh, I love you. So I know how much you miss me. But these moments of where he talks about things that are like, how in the world would she know that? There's no way I would know that. No. Mm -hmm. Because he told me. Because his soul was with you. And that's why I love doing what I do, to restore our faith in ourselves and in afterlife, to know that the things that we sense and feel were not crazy, but most importantly, to know that he wants to thank you for allowing him to leave the physical world on his terms. Because he just said to me, he goes, my wife and I, we agreed on certain things when I found out that I was sick. He says, it is unfair now, Joe, to go back and to say, shoulda, coulda, woulda, I regret this. Right? Yeah. When you have those moments, I want you to remember that I, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. Would someone rub his legs? Or was someone would rub his feet? 
Because he first started, he made my legs feel numb, and then he started jumping up and down, which means that he can move freely on the other side. So whatever disability he had, he left with the physical body. But then I felt like someone like rubbing my legs. Like I almost felt like my legs felt like tight or they were swollen, and I, I felt like someone was rubbing them. Probably the day before he passed, and probably about two to three days, maybe a week, he had trouble walking. Oh. And he couldn't walk up the stairs. And the last day before he did pass away, I was bringing him to the bathroom and his legs gave out on him. And I had to call my son to come from work and get him because I couldn't get him out of the wheelchair. Because that's how you visualize, you visualize that moment. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So every time that happens, he says, I want you to stop and replace it with me jumping up and down, knowing that I am completely free of any disability and or ailment. And, not, and I, it's almost like my legs feel good, like I'm rubbing my legs, like they feel good. I don't want you to remember me suffering. Was there an issue with his stone or like a plaque? Or did you have like a headstone or a... The plaque, was there an issue with it? Or did you want something and then they said you couldn't do it? or? So I ordered it in... The fall? In the, no, was it the fall? November, I think. After your wedding. And they told me it's going to be like six to nine months. And they still didn't cash the check yet. And I'm, I, I said to Kelly, I got to call the place because... They didn't catch the check, but I did order the stone, finally. I went to his grave for the first time. His, I couldn't find where he was, and his plaque was pushed over. So and you someone, were upset by that? Yeah, and someone helped me. Actually, a lovely family helped me find him. So know that your dad's soul was with you at that exact moment? And more importantly, not to be upset that we don't have, that we have this problem with this headstone. It's okay. Right. It's okay. Is he so, with his mother? Oh, she greeted him on the other side. So she, she told he used, he was telling us before he passed uh, because she he, was, he she was helping him. He saw her everywhere. So no, for him to immediately have me say to you, she's the one that greeted him. She's the one that greeted him mm-hmm. to validate that what he would see, what he would was sense, real. was real. Mm-hmm. Was real. But is there a brother that died? Or a brother-in-law? Well, there's a brother that there's been a tumultuous relationship for many, many he's, years. He's dead to my dad, that's he, for sure, he's but he's still alive. Figuratively, <laughs> yes. Figuratively. Right, okay, because he keeps bringing up the brother. Did he reach out or did someone from his family try to reach out? He reached out to me a couple times. Okay. And when he found out about my wedding, he reached out right before that, but obviously he wasn't invited. Listen, your dad knows about it. Do you understand mm-hmm. that? Because I said to your dad, why don't you want to, you don't want to talk about it. Like he makes me feel like he goes, but I want her to know that I know. Oh yeah. I didn't invite him because I said if my dad was here, he wouldn't be there. So why would he be there now? But I'm going to say this. Your dad made me feel like that for the first time, did your uncle say something to you where he took responsibility for something? Never. Did he say that that he was sorry? No. Okay. Mm-mm. So 
know that your dad says, I support your choices and decisions, but I am going to say this. Don't be surprised if he says something like that to you. Or to you. He would say it to you more than me. Listen, he might have said it to him in a prayer. Mm -hmm. And your dad looked at me and he goes, you know, I was a, I'm a pretty easygoing person, Teresa. Huh. He says, but there was... He, he thought that. <laughs> but especially in this, situ yeah. in, in this situation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He said to me, there were a lot of things that went wrong over the years. He says that we both have to take responsibility for. He says, and I do feel like that his brother either said something to him in his own prayers or thoughts, but your father is acknowledging that he sees things a little differently from the other side. Hmm. Would have never expected that, would you? <laughs> because the souls learn lessons. Look, I'm going to mm -hmm. say, he literally said to me, I'm still not, it's, it still stands the way that it does. He goes, but I understand why mm -hmm. he was the way that he was at times, meaning his brother. Fair right. enough? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when a soul says that they understand or they see things differently, it means that the soul is learning lessons. Well, they see how if on both sides were handled or things done differently, how a situation could have turned out. That's all. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you were at work or you were just like wrote something down like, I love you, dad. Or I miss you, dad. Like I felt like there was some, because he first showed me a card and I saw, um, I love you, dad. And, but then he made me feel like I started writing it. Hmm. So I don't know if you were looking at an old card or you saw, saw something that you wrote or you found amongst his belongings something that you had given him. Um, I put a card that I wrote him on his birthday so long ago in his um, casket. Okay. But, because you didn't acknowledge that before. Your mom just did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was a card. I mean, I was super young and I was apologizing for not getting him a birthday gift because I had Irish step dancing practice that night. How do you connect with the number seven? Were you seven at the time? Or no, seven. I don't remember how old I was. But okay, he was in his. I I want to say it was like one of his birthdays in his forties. It was a while ago, so maybe okay. I was. So just know, because he just said he just says, "Tell them I love I love them too." So know that every time you say that to him, know that he says it back. Were you thinking of releasing something for his birthday or for his anniversary or get or doing some type of gathering? Mm -hmm. We are. Okay. For so know that his soul will attend it in spirit. So if you take pictures that day, look for the blurbs, the orbs, any distortions in the picture. Know that that is his soul. I think that was the thing that I love the most about your experience today is how he acknowledged all of the things, the moments, the conversations, the things that you... Eating grouper! <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> So every time, if you ever hear me say grouper on any of the podcasts or on my TV show, I talk about a grouper sandwich. Know me that I saw your husband and I saw your dad, oh Kelly. God. That's so funny. He's my new symbol. He's my new symbol for grouper sandwich. But yeah. how amazing is that? Yeah. Really yeah. validating that he is with you with every breath that you take. And I am so happy that after all of the rescheduling and there was a reason for it 
Yes. Things truly do happen for a reason. And then sometimes we look at things a little differently, right? Maybe after mm -hmm. this experience. But when things don't happen the way that we're supposed to, like, hey, you know what? Another door is going to open, right? Yep. There's a reason why. So yeah. I want to thank you guys so much for giving me the opportunity to share my gift with you. But more importantly, for trusting me with the souls of your departed loved ones. It was, it, you, was well worth, it was well worth the wait. Well worth the wait, 100%. <laughs> thank you so much. Aww, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly's mom, Joanne. I have to tell you, I was a little anxious in the beginning. And then, you know, as she spoke and I felt the presence of my loved ones with her. Just the way she communicated that feeling and the, the spirit's messages through, you know, the whole time that we were with her, I did feel that connection. And she was right on target with a lot of the information that she communicated with us. And her energy was amazing. Yeah. She makes you feel like she's known you for a hundred years. So it was really special to just have that experience with her. And the fact of the matter was, you know, I didn't know how serious, you know, the reading would be or the information that was shared, but she did say a lot of times that there is some, so to speak, comic relief, that the spirits do have a sense of humor, and that definitely showed in what she shared with us, with our loved ones. Probably her saying that I'm pregnant. <laughs> I mean, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, and not to worry because I've been worrying often, you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of exciting time, but also an unsettling time. So that was, that was awesome. And then for me, my dad saying how mad I am at him because mm. I always say that to him, which is kind of fucked up, but yeah. And when Teresa said that his mom was the first one that greeted him that, ugh. I, I, I'm not surprised, you know, I'm not surprised. And I think also, Kelly, with the situation with his brother. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty, um, you know, there's no way she would have known that, that, you know, there was a tumultuous relationship with him and his brother. What she did say was true, that I talked to my dad immediately the second I found out. Like, I didn't even tell my husband or anything. I just, or me. Or her, my mom. <laughs> yeah. I was just talking to my dad and thanking him for this blessing and was like, basically like, holy shit, you better be with me during this because I'm scared. That <laughs> just really validated that the experience was like real and authentic. My best friend's son is born in August and they loved my dad so much. They wanted to name their son Leo. And I was like, well, no, sorry. So they named him Theo and he was yeah. born in August. And my best friend's husband has a lion on him for Theo the Leo because he's born in August. So yeah. he had a tattoo of a lion. So that's how I've always known that August is for, you know, the sign Leo. And then just, and obviously August is the eighth month of the year. And my dad's birthday is April 8th. And then my first appointment being on April 8th. About flowers. And she goes, no, it's not about his death. It's not about um, his birthday. His birthday. And I said, yeah, it's our anniversary four days, you know, after he had passed. And he always sent me flowers. So she goes, I have red roses here for you. That was good. I feel happy. I do too. Because when she said that, he said to me, I have to like start loving myself and 
you know, yeah. being happier with myself. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm very hard on myself and I always go to him for answers. I would say that he's with us. And yeah. I, like just knowing that is, it like gives me a sense of calm. And you know what I thought was awesome that his personality shined through. Yeah. It was such an amazing experience. And yeah. I just, I feel so happy. I can't stop smiling. I we know. were like, we told my husband to get out of the room to come talk to us right after yeah. we couldn't wait to tell yeah. him all the yeah. great things that, or great connections that she made for us. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree is, you know, you really have to be open. And the other thing is, I think you have to be ready. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the time frame is, like for us, it's a year mm-hmm. on Sunday. And, you know, Teresa kept on connecting the dots. Well, and if yeah. we had done it earlier, all these special occasions wouldn't have... I mean, I wouldn't have been pregnant. You wouldn't have I'd... been pregnant. She picked up that we were having a gathering this weekend. And just his anniversary. His anniversary, anniversary. Sunday. My uh, wedding anniversary. So his I think... His birthday coming up in a couple I think weeks. everything... The stars were all in alignment. But I also feel that you have to be open, but you also have to be ready. I just feel at peace right now. Yeah, I'd have to say the same. And I feel hopeful. Yeah. And a sense of... Just like I said before, calmness. And she did an amazing job. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at TeresaCaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.